Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I am joined as always by MC. That would be me. Hello, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm good. You're the chipper one today. Ooh. Last week it was me. Now it's you. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to SWAT Part 2. Uh, what happened last week, MC? Well, we found out what SWAT stands for. We did, and it is... Samurai Weapons... Tactics. And tactics, that is yes. correct. Well done, well Your remembered. Samurai tactics. Yes, that's a little uh, twist on things that I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the evil Chief Inspector Hirato, mm-hmm. Detective Inspector, whoever he is, yes, policeman, right. yeah. uh, he has been training a hundred samurai, <laughs> an army of samurai, to attack the ninja squad. Their natural enemy. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he's very kindly phoned them up to warn them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip went off on a bit of a solo mission to deal with a vampire problem. Yes. Met up with a lady called Rosie. Yeah, possibly? the widow Rosie. Yes. That's all her friends called her now. <laughs> Hello, widow Rosie. <laughs> How's your husband? Still dead. <laughs> uh, whose entire close family has been turned into vampires, apparently. Yeah, and we think they want her to join them in some sort of like undead family we unit. We suspect so. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to find out uh, what the what the gang what I want to know is the gang's plan. That's all I want to know is how yes. are they going to deal with this army of samurais that are coming for them. Well, so far it's going to bed at seven o'clock and having <laughs> some hot chocolate. So, and what's a bigger cliffhanger than that? <laughs> Let's find out. Let's get into it. This is episode ten, SWAT Part Two. Previously on Tamora Gason. Does that make me a ninja now? Louise asked with a smile on her face. I guess it does, but I think you need a little test first," MC said. As they opened the door, Jay walked in. Oh hey guys, what's going on? Louise is a ninja, MC said as they walked past him. See you later. It was cold, which probably had something to do with the fact it was winter, Hirato thought. But he wondered if his funders could have at least included central heating in the training base. Ooh, mysterious. Hirato punched in the security code, which allowed him access to the base. The base in question was located underneath the Tokyo Police Headquarters. The men all stood to attention when they saw Hirato standing on the platform above them. Good morning, gentlemen. He addressed them. Today is a glorious day for us. It is just 24 hours until the very day you have all been training for is upon us. What I am here to say is that when the time comes and you're staring into the eyes of the ninjas, you will show no mercy. Chip limped into the kitchen and found Rosie sobbing in the corner. I know. Chip said, grimacing from the pain he was in. Sam's a vampire. So is Robbie. She replied. My brother. (gasps) You phoned because you want to say something. MC said. So stop bitching and get to the point. As you wish. The time at the moment, people, is 5.28pm exactly. In 18 hours and 32 (laughs) minutes, I will be sending a highly trained SWAT team to your residence. SWAT? Tifa asked. Yes, Miss Lockhart. Samurai warriors and tactics. (gasps) The samurais. Shino Khan began. It was 11 in the morning, one hour before the invasion. And everyone was awake and alert. I mean, <laughs> That's their plan. They've been in bed for 14 hours, so yeah, of course they're alert. MC had been up since five, followed by Tifa, then Louise, and finally Jay, who had crawled out of his bed around ten minutes ago. They were once a force of good, like ninjas. But one day, in 1582, 
a samurai leader named Karushu Minato. <laughs> Karushi Minato. Authentic Kar- Japanese name. Bob. <laughs> decided there was more power and wealth in being evil. He trained his next group of students to be killers, and together they raped and pillaged their way through the ancient villages until one day when the Ku Claw <laughs> stepped in. We banished Minato Minanto. We banished Minanto to another realm where he was unable to cause chaos. The samurai went into hiding as their numbers dwindled, and before now, I have never encountered samurais directly. Well, Jesus, there's That's a lot a of backstory up there, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So, but didn't they say last week that uh, the samurais were created to take out the ninjas? They were bred for this very purpose. Maybe this is the new version of samurai, oh. the evil samurai. But that only happened once then, and they were banished, so they've never seen a samurai uh, since. I, I, I'm assuming that... Yeah, it does kind of sound like there was only one class, mm. you know, graduating class of 1582. Yeah, and they were like, fuck you, get to another realm, and that's it, they've been fine ever since. Why didn't they do that to, like, you know, vampires, zombies, <laughs> politicians? And couldn't they just killed him? Like, I mean, simpler, right? But then they must be super tough, because they're samurais, oh, so maybe true, they, they weren't able to kill them. I want to know what the, the... So in 1582, the samurais were all about raping and pillaging, but mm-hmm. before that, we were for good, for they, like... Petting kittens, or <laughs> well, no, but you know, Karushi Minato, mm, Bob, Bob, Bob he was like, nah, sucks, and then he probably like, you know, coerced everyone else, probably killed all the other samurai that didn't want to be good. Oh, okay, and uh, you're justifying the plot. Well done. I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> the elders told you all this. Jay asked wearily. No, they were no commenting <laughs> on this matter. The gang looked at Shinokana as if to say, "What the fuck did you say?" <laughs> I used a library in the other world. <laughs> has he got a membership? Or... <laughs> He's only got those books for three days, though, then he has to return them. I had to t- return them late, and I got late fees now. <laughs> I used Wikipedia in Earth 616. <laughs> Ooh, mouthful reference. Thank you. I used a library in the other world. He finally said. You said you thought samurais were somehow responsible for the death of your father? MC asked as he started to think. Now it would be interesting to go back and see what dates I'd put in for Shinno Khan Ooh, and his father. And wasn't that World War Two-ish? Yeah. So, is he talking bollocks then? Because he was like, there's never been a samurai ever since. Maybe the... Well, he says... But then, do you think this Karushi Min... Karusha Minato is Harato. In Murato. Harato. Yes, Harato. Not Murato. Murato, Harato. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yes. Well, I think Shona Khan is saying that he has never encountered samurais, <laughs> and maybe in his library they said that the, the book had. said that the samurai went into hiding. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Why not? Let's just go with that. I'm justifying it now. Yay. <laughs> His master nodded in reply and allowed MC to continue. During the first few months that me and Chip were in Tokyo, we fought some samurais. Cool. Did they? Apparently. Okay. What? When? Asked Louise. When we saved you and Jay from the Mafia guys. Ah. They were hired or something by the Mafia to protect them. We know Harato must have got funding from somewhere, so why not the Mafia? (laughs) Why not the Mafia? Indeed. Why not the Mafia? (laughs) (laughs) Need someone to throw your next child's birthday party? Why not the Mafia? You got a wisdom tooth coming through? Why not the Mafia? (laughs) 
Uh, but that's kind of cool, trying to tie it back into earlier events of there's season one. Yeah, yeah. not so mysterious, because samurais are meant to be not around, <laughs> but they are. I tried. You did. It's possible. Tifa started to say, and then she remembered something. She stood up from her perched position on the side of the lobby desk and said, oh, fuck me, there's a desk in the lobby now as well. well so I thought it said perverted position <laughs> on the side of the lobby desk. Like, oh, yeah. MC. Do you remember last year when we were on the trail of that mafia head honcho, Anthony Colina? I was under strict instructions to leave him be, even when he murdered that woman in front of us. I was still told not to go after him. And who by? Chief Inspector Hirato. <gasps> I remember that! I do too. That was an actual thing. In the Italian restaurant. Yeah! I've been planting seeds like a season ago. Look at... Oh, I'm. Why am I so proud of this? I really shouldn't be. Oh, I need to get some perspective. <laughs> Why not the Mafia? (laughs) Those are very viable options, and ones we should look into, should you all survive this battle. Oh, actually, no comments. Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) I cannot stay. Convenient. Yeah. But I feel I should be seeing you all again very soon. You should all start preparing soon, because you have like an hour. (laughs) Shinno Khan gave the gang a nod and disappeared. It's always bad when he disappears. Like, it's never... It just doesn't feel right. Oh, you know? I'm sure you guys have got it. I'll see you later, yeah? <laughs> Go, I've got to return these library books. <laughs> Battle stations, everyone. MC started to instruct his troops. Tifa, if you've got any firepower left over from your cop days, then now would be the time to get it. Literally, he set up archery targets for her to shoot them with a gun. He knows she's got firepower. Maybe he means, like, other guns. Like an M16. Like yeah. that, that cop... Uh, <laughs> oh, he has my standard-issue bazooka. <laughs> MC's girlfriend headed to their bedroom to fetch her gun and plenty of ammo. What about me? Jay asked. I think it would be best if you got as far away from here as possible, Jay. That's not what it says. I know, you're right. (laughs) I think it would be best if you got as far away from her as possible, Jay. I don't want you to get hurt. It sounds like he's trying to get get Jay away from Tifa. (laughs) She'll just break your heart, man. (laughs) But I can fight! Jay protested. Jay, look around you. I'm a ninja, and it would appear that so is Louise. And Tifa has had years of police training. I mean, to be fair to Jay, he has been involved in some a lot of battles. Like, he has. He and has. I understand they're going up against samurais who are really well trained, but like they went survived... up against like a hundred zombies and vampires yeah, before. Like he's held of... his own. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, I get what MC's trying to do, mm. but I feel like this is just going to isolate Jay more. And just it, continuing yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm staying. Jay replied firmly, puffing out his chest. MC relented. Uh, fine, your own weapons duty. Jay trotted off to the weapons room. MC waited for him to go, then said to Louise, Gotta give him credit, he's a brave guy. Uh-huh, Louise said, not really bothering to acknowledge Jay's contribution. <laughs> there are a couple of things still bothering me, though. Firstly, these samurai guys are human. I didn't think we killed humans. Yeah, normally we don't, but we haven't got much choice. The trained murderers, the least human you could be before a demon. Or a Tory. Yeah. Okay, I'm game. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> hey, look, I don't want to kill anyone. It gets, goes, goes against my personal moral code. They're bad, though. Okay. <laughs> they said a swear word once. Oh, I'll stab him in the face, then. They watched a 15-rated film when they were 14. <laughs> okay, I'm game. The other thing... Chip didn't come home last night. Maybe he got killed? MC said, trying to hide any emotion in his voice. 
What what emotion specifically? <laughs> Happy or sad? Is, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Then again, don't you think it's a bit convenient that he took a job seconds before we got the phone call of death from Hirato? Ooh. Mm. So trying to isolate Chip, why would they do that? Well, I, I wonder if Louise is implying that maybe he's up to shenanigans again. Ooh. Because, you know, he's insisting on going out for the vampire job and then... Huh. Yeah, mm. you could be right. Emsley knew Louise could be right. At the moment, we can't rule anything out. He said. Chip woke up with a startle. He had fallen asleep whilst on Centauri. No. That's not what it says. He had fallen asleep. Falling asleep. He had fallen asleep whilst on Centauri duty at Rosie's house. There you go. Complicated sentence that was. <laughs> his ribs hurt from the fight yesterday and his face was like a gallery of bruises. Chip wondered about the dream he'd just been having. The one that had woke him up. He couldn't quite remember, but a scream had been involved. Then the horrible truth struck him. It hadn't been a dream. The scream had come from Rosie, and as Chip heard her cry out again, he hoped he wasn't too late. He dashed out of the living room and tried to place the cry. Chip saw the door which led down into the basement. It was open. Chip took the stairs four at a time. (laughs) Oh, that thing's back again. (laughs) The screaming stopped as he got halfway down. When Chip's feet hit the floor, he almost shattered from the image that presented itself. Rosie had been bitten, not by one of the vampires from yesterday, but a different one. The vampire had obviously been hiding in the basement all night. There was no way he could have walked into the house during the daylight. The vampire turned to face Chip, and the ninja's day got worse as the vamp was now attempting to turn Rosie. Morning, Andy said. Don't mind my sister here, she's just been reborn. (laughs) It's a very quite chipper vampire, isn't he? (laughs) He's in a good mood. Yeah. I won't let you. Chip started to say before Andy interrupted him. What, let me kill her? Bit late for that. Besides, there is no way in hell you can stop the Jenkins family reunion. All we need is Rosie here and we'll be a family again. And there's nothing more sinister than the Jenkins family reunion. (laughs) As as foretold in the ancient (laughs) prophecies. Andy stopped his sister from drinking and laid her limp corpse down on the basement floor. This shouldn't take long. He said. In the meantime, I think I'll have a snack. So Chip's kind of fucked this up, hasn't it? This was his first yeah. kind of solo mission since returning after his heroic sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and it's just gone terribly wrong. It has. Really badly. It has. The vampire rushed at a steel chip. All he could do was look down at Rosie with tear-filled eyes. As the vampire got within striking distance, Chip stabbed him in the heart with a wooden stake. He turned to dust. Chip rushed to the body of his client and checked her pulse. It was too late. He sat down beside her and felt something behind him. An axe. (laughs) (laughs) I actually store my axe in the basement on the floor against the wall, just in case I need to attack a tree. I may have let her down, Chip thought, but I can save her from herself. He stood back up and brought the axe down hard across Rosie's neck. Her head rolled off and blood spattered up Chip's shirt. He looked down at his red-stained clothes and dropped the axe. He was breathing heavily now, gasping for air. He walked slowly back upstairs, completely lost in a world that didn't want him. I feel like this is going to backfire. Basically (laughs) looks like he killed someone. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's not done great, has he, here? He's he's really failed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first time Angel tries to save someone in episode one of Angel, but he fails. Does he? Yeah. How's that? The vampire kills the woman. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
So I wondered if that's what I was going for here. <laughs> what bit of Angel haven't I ripped off yet? The seconds seemed like hours. MC thought as he watched the clock. It said 11.50am. It's a talking clock. <laughs> Hello. Clock, what's the time? <laughs> it is 11.50am. Ten um, minutes until the samurai arrive. Early like concept of Alexa or something. He moved the sword about in his hands, anxious for the battle to begin so that it could be over. Ah, uh, um, mm, mm, hands, move the sword about in his hands. Uh-oh. Actually, Uh-oh. MC only has one hand. Oh no, I've angered the fan. This... <laughs> I think you'll find in season one, episode ten, uh, MC had his hand cut off by the evil ninja Jack. <laughs> but in here, you wrote plural hands. <laughs> I'll be posting on the subreddit about this. <laughs> Louise paced up and down the lobby. She'd been in many fights with the gang before, but this was the first time she felt like she could actually be useful. Fighting stances and different types of punches and kicks flickered through her head as she double-checked to make sure she really was a ninja too. Well, she like lift her dress up or something like that. I was like, yep, definitely a ninja. <laughs> Jay and Tifa stood on the first floor of the mansion, looking down over the lobby. Jay loaded the crossbow and made sure the fighting axe was secure in his side pocket. Big pocket. <laughs> also, I don't think he's put it in like, you know, sharp end first. It's like... <laughs> Tifa whirled the loading barrel of her gun. <laughs> <laughs> you do so much about weapons. Yeah. The expertise really comes through. Like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Where do you store a fighting axe? In a pocket. What's the, what are the parts of a gun? There's the whirl, lo- loading barrel, which whirls. Tifa whirled the loading barrel of her gun, then snapped it back in. Her and Jay's instructions were to open a fire on the samurais as soon as they entered the building. The big hand move. The big in- hand move. <laughs> the big hand move. Indicating it was now 11.51am. Precise timings again. At least they got the hand right. You did, you did. (laughs) Not like with MC. Hey! Hey. Chip pulled himself up the drain pipe at the back of the mansion. He knew it led straight to his room, and that's where he wanted to be, alone. The first day he tries to help someone again since his hell joyride, and it all goes horribly wrong. I shouldn't be here. He said to himself as he climbed through his bedroom window, What good can I do? I'll never be able to atone for everything I did. He peered out of his bedroom door to see if anyone was about. He's literally like a teenager sneaking in, isn't he? Like, (laughs) Finally, I can look at my porn stash. (laughs) The mansion seemed oddly silent, as if it was waiting for something to happen. Mm. He closed the door and went towards his bed. Chip reached underneath and pulled out a length of rope. He'd never been a Boy Scout as a kid. But making a noose wasn't hard? Is it hard? Um, I mean, that's what they teach you in Boy Scouts. <laughs> First lesson today, guys, we're going to make a noose. I've got my hung badge. <laughs> Your autoerotic asphyxiation badge. Uh, were you ever in the Scouts? I think I went once, and I was like, this sucks and this is boring. And you I... learned how to make a noose, and that exactly. was enough for you. He looped the other end of the rope around one of the pipes that travelled around the ceiling of the room. Ah, the old hanging pipes. Every Japanese mansion has them. (laughs) He carefully placed the knotted end of the noose over his neck and stood on his bed. His eyes and head hurt from the pressure of all the thoughts that had sailed through his head during the walk back. He wanted out. He didn't want to face his demons and had decided to take the easy way out. He jumped. 
So not to be, uh, not to, to, to make light of this very dramatic moment. Uh-huh. He, he was in hell. Yes. For a lifetime. Uh-huh. And, well, first of all, I feel there's slightly um, amount of irony about not wanting to face his demons and then killing himself and going straight back to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Should have thought this through. But maybe that's what he thinks he deserves. Maybe, MC, in his mind and heart. Yeah. He feels hell He's is easier. He's making a heroic sacrifice. <laughs> He thinks hell is easier than having to live with all of this. Okay, sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Again, me justifying everything. Mostly when it comes to Chip, though, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> MC double-checked the clock in the lobby with the one in the living room, but they both said the same thing. They're like, fuck off, mate. We just, you just asked us a minute ago. Jesus. Two minutes past 12. Damn samurai, never on time. <laughs> I knew it was a hoax. MC said to the gang, Ha! Hilarious hijinks. They played a prank on us. Got you, bro. Pranked you. <laughs> this is going on my YouTube channel. <laughs> but before they could all celebrate, a smoke bomb came flying through the small window next to the front door. Everyone tightened their grip on their respective weapons and waited. Still nothing. Did you hear that? Jay suddenly asked. They could all hear the sound of various windows breaking within the mansion. It's an all-angle attack! Jay shouted. An all-angle attack. <laughs> They're coming from right angles and 36 degrees and... Do you think they've uh, finished spinning their loading barrels on their guns? <laughs> um, whirling, MC. You Sorry. don't know anything about weapons. <laughs> it's an all-angle attack! Jay shouted. Yes, thank you, Mr. Obvious! Louise said sarcastically. Get ready! MC called out. The front door, not for the first time, came flying off its hinges due to the force of several black leathered clad samurais kicking it in. Also, oh, have have uh, several black leathered clad samurais kicked it in before? Because that seems to be what you're implying. Uh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? I think what I mean is just it's not the first time the ninjas have been attacked in their mansion. Yeah. Mm. Tifa and Jay fired, and the first wave. <laughs> God, it's one of those sentences. Tifa and Jay fired and the first wave, taking down three. Louise and MC engaged the others who got through. Oh, it's on, MC. The battle is here. Mm. Chip could feel the life draining away from his body, yet still couldn't raise a smile. He couldn't smile whilst hanging himself. <laughs> this is great, this is. <laughs> Soon I'll be back in hell. So See all my mates. <laughs> <laughs> he was almost done when someone came crashing through the window and took Chip down. I love the, the samurai guy's like, quick, that guy's hanging himself. You don't know, you just, you don't know it's a samurai. You're right. Yeah, don't fucking spoil everything. I mean, no one could guess. <laughs> he coughed hard as air started to rush back into his lungs. He looked at his saviour slash disturber, who brandished a large silver knife from his pocket. Consumed with rage, anger and fear, Chip laid into the intruder, blocking a swing with a knife catching the samurai's arm and turning the knife into his own body. It's a samurai, who could have guessed? Uh, it's weird that the samurai saved him from killing himself. Well, that's, yeah, kind of what I said. Like, no, why? no, because you spoiled it, so he can't do that. But now I came up with that point. Yeah, that's a really good point, Chip. I wouldn't have thought of that myself. <laughs> Chip let out a yell as the samurai died in front of him. He didn't have time wonder what was going on as two men came in through the window. Uh, time wonder. <laughs> he didn't have time to finish that sentence. The bodies had started to pile up in the lobby. The samurais were well trained, but the overhead shots fired from Jay's crossbow and Tifa's gun was providing much needed cover for Louise and MC. 
So Jade doesn't have a problem with murdering people then. No. He's, he's fine with it. Also, I guess Tifa has probably shot people as a cop. You know, that's probably a thing that's happened. Intentionally or not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Louise fired three strong punches into the face of the samurai she was currently battling. Staggering him, allowing Louise the chance to snap his neck. Well, she got right into the spirit yeah. of things. Well, don't you remember the uh, MC persuaded her in about like a sentence earlier, <laughs> right? But they're bad. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to kill people. I'll oh, go on. Okay. <laughs> a heavy blow from behind knocked her to the ground. She looked up just in time to see a sword coming down. She rolled quickly, but not quick enough. The sword sliced through the side of her shoulder. Peeling open her flesh, she cried out in pain. MC threw his sword across the room, stabbing it into the samurai who had just cut Louise. He battled on without a weapon for the time being, keeping three samurais at bay with quick kicks. One caught a kick, letting the other grab MC's arm. Three shots rang out and the samurais holding MC fell to the floor. Just like to point out that MC is still tired from the... 30,000 push-ups he did earlier. <laughs> so he can only fight 80 of the samurai exactly, rather than all 100. Exactly. MC looked up at Tifa and made a mental note to thank her later. He ran across the room and pulled his sword out of one of the dead bodies. He and Louise were now fighting side by side. Ah, a bit mm. Slightly reminiscent, that's a good word, yeah. uh, of him and Chip. <laughs> Jay tried to keep his hand steady as he loaded up the crossbow once again. Look out! He called out to Tifa as a samurai came from behind. Jay fired his crossbow, sending the arrow past Tifa's face and into the samurai's chest. Here they come, Tifa said as she saw the group of samurais on their way down the stairs. She took aim the gun and fired three shots, but the samurais were too quick. They threw themselves down the stairs, turning into a roll to avoid the bullets. Tifa tried to fire again as the three SWAT members stood in front of them. Click, click. The gun was empty. She was sure that if the masks didn't hide their faces, then the samurais would have been smiling right about now. Tifa dropped her gun and held up her hands, issuing a challenge. Before she could engage them, Jay let out a roar and lunged forward, his fighting axe held high. One of the samurai warriors extended his foot and sent Jay crashing back into Tifa. Each one produced a knife from a holster on their belts and walked forwards. Before they could kill Jay and Tifa, Chip came from nowhere. He had two sides in his possession. One samurai threw his knife. Chip caught the knife, using the long blade on one of... Oh, God. Chip caught the knife using the long blade on one of the sides to hold the knife and throw it straight back to the samurai. Okay, so he like, catches the knife with the side and uses the side to throw it back. But I wrote Sai as in size. S-I-Z-E. did indeed. Yes, that was what I was confused. You're fat-shaming the side. <laughs> The second charged Chip. He shifted his weight quickly, stepping to his left, sending the samurai flying over the banister and falling the 20 foot 20 or so foot? to the ground. How high is the fucking ceiling in this place? Well, it's a mansion. Yeah. So maybe it's got one of those things where you've obviously got the lobby area mm. full of furniture. And maybe there's a really large staircase that goes all the way up. Is that, why then... you, that how you can fit so much furniture because the ceiling's so <laughs> high? You just stack tables on chairs, on clocks... So I'm pretty sure this has got like multiple floors. So maybe they're on the top floor or something like that. Because sure. I think we've mentioned like a third floor or something before. Probably. So I don't know. I haven't got the blueprints. I don't know. <laughs> the final samurai and Chip entered combat. Chip had noticed these guys were well trained, but as of yet, he didn't know why they were here. The samurai knocked one. The samurai knocked one Chip's size out of his hand. It slid across the floor towards Tifa. 
she picked it up and stabbed the samurai in the spine. Ow. Where did you come from? She asked Chip. Upstairs. Well, it's a good thing you were there. She said. Jay gave Chip a look that didn't exactly say thanks for saving my life. But it sort of did. (laughs) Nope, just it didn't. (laughs) That's specific. (laughs) We have to move, Chip said. There are more coming. Tifa and Jay started to run down the remaining flight of stairs where MC and Louise were still battling. Chip looked at Louise and wondered when she learned to do all of that. He also saw a number of samurais about to attack her from behind. Chip threw himself over the banister of the first floor landing and came down on the four samurais, making sure he buried his weapon into as many places as he could. MC and Louise were bloody, with multiple bruises across their faces. One samurai exchanged sword blows with MC. He deflected one of the samurai swings, sending the sword into the ground, bringing his own sword into the samurai's gut. There was silence. MC looked around at the piles of bodies that were scattered around the mansion. Is everyone okay? Louise asked. I think we won. Also, well, one spelled incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying, like, you know, cosmically, we're all one. (laughs) Like, don't worry about killing all those people because, you know, they're still here spiritually. (laughs) Their energy never fades. We're all just energy, man. Basically, we are group. (laughs) I think we won. MC said behind deep breaths of exhaustion. I beg to differ. (gasps) Chief Inspector Harato said as he walked through the door, backed up by at least a hundred more SWAT members. I would say it's just beginning. Oh, so he's got like more. Two hundred SWAT members. (laughs) (laughs) The five watched Harato and the SWAT, waiting for the second part of the battle. My, my, I really didn't think you'd be able to kill human beings so easily and cruelly. They were born killers. Tifa pitched in as she reloaded her gun, so she's got the barrel out whirling it. (laughs) The loading barrel. (laughs) They have no remorse, no guilt. Wrong, detective. While these men have been trained in the way of the samurai, what you see isn't quite what you get. Boys? Hirato turned back to the samurais, who started to remove their masks. The gang watched in horror as the SWAT team were not born killers. (laughs) <laughs> they were ordinary men. Do you get like a tattoo? <laughs> when you're born, the doctor's like, is it a boy, is it a girl? Oh, it's a killer. And a tattoo killer on your head. It's like a brand or yeah. something. Like, Oh, he's a bit of a scary dude. Better put a killer on his forehead so people know. That's right. Hirato mocked, almost reading their thoughts. These men are not murderers. They have not been bred to maim and kill. They are just ordinary members of the Tokyo Police Force put into a special anti-terrorist unit, just like a real SWAT division. Most had families, mothers, wives, children, and you killed them. <laughs> so so they, he goes to them, he's like, right, there's a hundred of you. We need you to go to this mansion and kill four people. And they're like, all right. <laughs> well, so you're a, you're a proper SWAT team, but here's some knives and some swords. <laughs> Can we have a gun? <laughs> nah, sorry. Was it the hundred more that have just walked in and taken off their masks? And they're like, wait, what the fuck? You didn't tell us this is what we were. I thought we were just a SWAT team. You didn't say, you set us up, you son of a bitch. Also, they don't be bothered by the hundred dead people already there. (laughs) That'd be fine. Uh, No. Louise started to say, that's not true. They were good fighters. This is true. But you really think that a band of wannabe superheroes could defeat an army of complete trained samurais? Don't make me laugh. 
I was actually going to raise that point. Yeah. Um, like, the whole thing of, like, a samurai is the natural enemy of the ninja, right? So surely, in theory, mm. a samurai should be able to go one-on-one with a ninja? Yeah. So an entire army of samurais would just wipe them out, surely. But there's the whole thing with ninjas where if there's loads of ninjas, they're not very powerful. But if there's one ninja... They're super powerful. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh. It's a TV uh, trope. <laughs> is it like how like Xander and Willow and stuff can go one-on-one with a vampire exactly. and be absolutely fine when really they should just be murdered? But if there was like one super powerful vampire, it would keep their ass. Yes, yeah. So, okay. you know, you know, like in shitty action, action film where someone fights ninjas yeah. and there's loads of them and yeah. you, they wipe them out. But if there's one ninja attacking a base or whatever, yeah. he kills loads of dudes. Okay, so it's just a shitty trope of films that's again this is my justification (laughs) for your terrible plot thank you the gang looked dejected hirato continued with his barrage so now you've had that taste of what killing a living breathing human being is like although for some of you into won't be anything (laughs) new isn't that right chip hirato smiled at chip who threw his last remaining sigh at hirato the chief inspector caught it like it was a tennis ball. Toddles! <laughs> Toddles is back! Is it just like Harato's catchphrase? <laughs> Stop trying to make Toddles happen. <laughs> no, it's a really cool, like, badass thing to say when you're leaving. Toddles! You're like, and now you die, Toddles! Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. He dropped the sigh and left with the remaining samurais, who were still perfectly okay with this. Or... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's her job, isn't it? You know, <laughs> in this economic climate. <laughs> the black smoke moved to the direction of the wind, but kept its thickness, smothering the mansion's back garden. MC, Tifa, Louise and Jay watched the dancing flames as it turned the samurais to ash. The smell of burning bodies was atrocious, but it had to be done. MC laid another body on the burning fire. I'm going to assume they don't have any neighbours. No, because the neighbours probably would have complained about the noise and stuff yeah. by now. And I, yeah, mansions don't really have neighbours, right? Isn't like if you're yeah, rich, you live on your own. And, true, true, true. Yeah, on the outskirts of Tokyo. <laughs> I wish they could have taken the leftovers with them. MC said to Tifa, How can you joke about this? She snapped. It wasn't a joke. We killed these people. It's our responsibility to take care of it. So... What you're saying is we should have let them kill us instead? MC, she didn't mean... Louise started to say. No, Louise, I want to hear what she meant. Oh, you do, do you? Tifa said, standing up. Well, I think you're afraid that you've become what Harato wanted you to be. A killer. No, Chip is a killer. Chip saved me and Jay today. He's a different man, and you know it. Guys! Jay protested. Shut up, Jay! MC yelled. It was the most aggressive Louise had ever heard MC, and she didn't like it. Jay stormed back inside, leaving MC Tifa and Louise arguing in the garden. Chip picked up the noose from the floor. The broken glass from the window had caused many tears in the rope, making it useless. Chip pushed the noose under his bed, removing the evidence and the temptation. And that's the end of SWAT Part 2. Damn, man. Bleak mm, ending. I know, Jesus. right? Oof. So let's let's break down Harato's master plan for a little bit. Mm. So he's he's continuing to fuck with everyone, isn't he? That's his... It's psychological yeah. warfare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He just wants an excuse to say toddles, I think. I, that's the main... <laughs> that is his primary plan. <laughs> Everything else is secondary. 
But yeah, he's obviously, oh, Mr. Johnson, maybe he is the big bad. Mm. Uh, it's kind of trying to push the ninjas and like forcing them to murder human beings. Because mm. it's always a thing, right? Like you don't kill humans even when they're bad for the most part. Yeah, like yeah, you try yeah. and, you know, not do that. But now they've, they're mass murderers now. Yeah, and killed 100 people between yeah, them. Yeah, they've widdled a lot of people and mm. stuff. And uh, yeah, so he's just kind of, and it's working as well because they're fracturing here. And they are. T- when has Tifa and MC ever argued? Never. Never. It's a beautiful relationship, <laughs> mainly because Tifa doesn't really understand many things. <laughs> and like, yeah, MC's yelling at Jay now as well, like that sort of thing. nothing new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chip struggling like he failed in his quest and yeah. tried to take his own life and now he's just still really fucked up as well. Yeah, they're really not doing well. So no. I guess it's a, a good tactic because maybe Hirato learnt from Jack's lesson, realised that sending 100 dudes by itself isn't enough. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to break them psychologically and yes, emotionally. <gasps> he's the most evil genius ever. I feel like it wouldn't take much to break them psychologically. Like, that's probably overkill if you just sort of, like, I don't know, just cancelled their pizza that they ordered, or... But you've got to try and break Tifa as well, whose mind is not a fortress, but <laughs> an empty void. <laughs> How do you break an empty void, MC? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, we are a third of the way through season three now. And it's, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a real arc, isn't it? Yeah. It feels like the end of an arc by itself. Yeah. I mean, the battle itself was almost like a end of season kind of big mm. event, wasn't it? But mm. no, this is only a third of the way through the season. We've got so much more to go. <gasps> Should we see what next week's episode is called? Yes, yes, yes. Counselling, part one. <laughs> no, MC. Next week's episode is called Transatlantic. What could that mean? <laughs> <laughs> they go on holiday. <laughs> They've had enough, so they they hop on an easy jet and they're off. For, it would make a lot of sense, to be fair. They need it. They yeah, really, yeah. really need it. <laughs> well, if you have any theories as to um, what Harato's plot plan next, what transatlantic could mean, um, you should get in touch with us. And as ever, there are numerous ways in which you can do this. Um, if you have Facebook and would like to go to Facebook to message us, you can do so. We're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And if you have Twitter and you would like to tweet us, you can go to at howiriptoff. No, that's our Twitter handle. Don't go. To, you have to go to twitter.com and you then type in at your... I know you don't use Twitter, but it's fine. <laughs> Granddad. <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> and if you would like to recommend this show to anyone for some God knows reason, um, you can send people uh, to SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio and iTunes to find our entire back catalogue. And also, please, 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 I'm not above begging, leave us a rating and a review, as it helps us a lot, it gets us higher in the rankings, and other people can discover this joy, and maybe you'll be able to talk to other people about it. Yeah, They'll be, be like, like, hey, have you heard of how I ripped off Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or Tomorrow Gason, or whatever the official name is now? And you'll be like, have I? And they'll no. Be, no, leave me alone. And you'll be like, okay, Tuddles. <laughs> 